Hi. Live, live from the metaverse, Sean and Lindsay, the two marketeers. This ASMR in the metaverse. Hello. <gasps> <laughs> <What>? oh, ew. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Would ASMR be something in the metaverse? No. I mean, we if you ate know. a donut quietly or loudly in the digital space as an ungendered note in a ledger, NFT something. I have no idea what you just said. Do you, that- do you ever worry? Do you ever worry after the last two or three years that our language will no longer be our language? And it's like, I don't speak modern. Like I, I everything I say is wrong. Well, this week, someone was telling me about a young person that they are doing some work for as a consultant, but the person has a hashtag in front of their name, like hashtag Joe, hashtag Joe. Like Cher, like like Madonna. No, but the name has the hashtag in the front. So like on Zoom, when their icon joins, it's like hashtag Joe. And then they sign off emails, hashtag Joe. And we, mm. and she's like, what, what is this? I'm like, why should I know what this is? I just turned 40. I don't know. I don't know what anything is anymore. Oh, there we go, everybody. Lindsay's 40. The celebration continues. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it has to do possibly with the metaverse where they're ungendered and fluid identity. And that's where the hashtag got out. Oh. You tell me, Sean Patrick. Well, you tell me. See, typical. I say, let's talk about the basics of the metaverse because we don't really know about it. And then you jump to lesson 73 <laughs> of hashtagging fluidity. your gender fluid identity in the metaverse. And I'm like, uh, so metaverse is spelled M-E-T-A. <laughs> so this episode was supposed to be dedicated to Sean schooling me on the metaverse. You just had to get it in there, huh? And? To be fair and completely transparent, um, I'm really trying to school myself. <laughs> I love to think I'm better by better than other people by telling them how things work. And uh, this mm. is your basic, you know, how things are made. Is that, you know, that popular? That podcast? Well, or there's the podcast, but there used to be that show. I'm like, I remember when I was a kid and it would just come up randomly, but it's like, that stuff's mesmerizing to me. Especially Things the factory. Yeah, the manufacturing process. Mm. Is that going to be gone in the metaverse? Yes. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It's called, is that coding? Digital manufacturing yeah, so we coding. S- <laughs> we sit there watching someone. It's not as interesting. I want to watch the, like, the little donut holes be made. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's those little... Oh, and they grab stuff. the middle and eat it. It's so... <laughs> To reduce the waste. That's, that's why Lindsay was never allowed to go on tours as a child. <laughs> or today. The, the Cadbury factory. I'm an emotional something... eater. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> so I was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about, you know, what the big food trends are coming and they're saying that flexitarian is the whole thing and it's really popular. Is that eat whatever you want? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like. It's old. I've been you're a not not anything. As it's a double not, right? You're not not anything, but you mm. pride yourself in not not anything. Therefore, it's supposed to be structured. Great, you eat stuff. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just it's like why do we have to? Ugh. 
The labels. In a, in a Why do we have to be labeled? I can be whoever the heck I want to be. Or can so I'm all vegetarians. I'm meditarian. All right. Class, are you ready to begin? Ugh, where are my glasses? Welcome We're going to, to school. Welcome to Metaversity. Oh, are those new? No. They're nice. These are my embarrassment glasses because they have a slight nudge on the bottom. Oh, we're there, are we? <laughs> Believe that? You're 40. In my defense, my optometrist was like, when you were in that car accident, I think it sped up the decline of your vision. The car <laughs> accident like, that Lindsay blames everything on. Lindsay, we is your hair going tail. gray? It's the car accident. <laughs> it was the car accident. No, that was the pandemic. Oh, Lindsay, you have something right here. It's the car accident. I can't. No, no, no. It's just a piece of. It's food a side of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's bull. Let me get my napkin. It's just a little side of bullshit. There. <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> Are you ready to get schooled? Ready. All right, people. Lindsay and I have been working together again. And we've I'm been so doing sorry. all this research for the future of retail. Some might think it's a dire situation for retailers. It's, you know, when isn't it? Um, but really, it just popped up metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. And I just, it was just the culmination of, I am so tired of this thing called a metaverse. Because at first, when I first heard about it, uh, really like hitting the, 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 I'll say the radio waves to be old school. It was just sort of like, oh yeah, yeah interesting. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't want to get it. What was your reaction the first time where they're like, Facebook changing its name to? Meta. I, I have no. You know what happened to me when I heard that? I was like, stop it with this. Yeah, ah. you were fed up. Yeah, well, I brought it up. I'm like, because we're actually working on stuff in Metaverse and it has something to do with what our client is looking into. And Lynn's like, I don't, I'm just so over it. And I was like, oh, yeah. So mm. I just had this idea as the former teacher. Uh, to school my partner here in crime and kind of say, well, let's turn this into a, anything I can find out that I find relevant or somewhat informational. Why don't I be the filter to that? And you can react however the hell you want. And you're like, sure. So people, big shock. Lindsay has not prepared for this week. <laughs> and I... Oh, that hurt me. And I have overprepared. <laughs> Ouchie. All right. Lindsay, what is the metaverse? Any idea? That's how I'd say it to my class. Who has anyone heard of the metaverse? Any any if I say what is the metaverse? Yes, Ms. Wah. Ooh, I like that Ms. Wah. The universe, but like different. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Thank where you. I go, no wrong answers. Okay. Okay. F, very you're garbage. F. <laughs> Hit the yeah. road, Shannon. We're not allowed to get Fs anymore. No. So what I've done is I thought I'd start with um, just a few of the descriptions or definitions out there because there are 18 million. And this is for all of our friends and listeners who are finally thinking like, hey, I should learn about the metaverse. It's time. Well, yeah, right. I end oh, no the class talking about really what it is that most of us are likely feeling about the metaverse. Uh, let's start with the dictionary. 
Oxford Dictionary says it is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with a computer generated environment and other users. Sounds and like I'm a video like, game. Yeah. I'm like, fair. Thank you, Oxford Dictionary. I That's kind of like, okay, it isn't as complicated as I thought. I love this one. Okay. Uh, this is from Harvard Business Review. It's the way they open. Put simply, the metaverse includes any digital experience on the internet that is persistent, immersive, three-dimensional, and virtual, as in not happening in the physical world. So the internet. <laughs> so is that put simply? Because <laughs> I think it's put complicated. So right? the way that they write that, it sounds like any digital experience. Yeah. Um, I'm continuing. Metaverse experiences offer us the opportunity to play, work, connect, or buy, and just to make things extra fun, the things we buy can be real or virtual. So you can buy real things in the metaverse. Like I'm, I have an avatar and I'm going to dress it online in a Gucci hat. And then I can also order myself a physical Gucci hat. Is that the, uh, is that yeah. the example? And isn't okay. that social commerce too? I mean, yeah, that seems like nothing new. Okay. I don't think anyone's saying it's new, but I like your, I like no, what I you're know. saying. Well, that's where it's like, are we just complicating it for people for the fun <clears throat> yeah. of like this new thing? Yeah. Okay. We're that's not. Why I angrily, that's why I got angry in the beginning. <laughs> just like, this. I couldn't care less. Ooh. And that's where I was like, I see an episode in the future because I care a little bit more than you do. Marginally. Okay. <sighs> And then there's this one from our friends at Wikipedia. They say the term has seen considerable use as a buzzword for public relations purposes to exaggerate development progress for various related technologies and projects. <laughs> Boom! Thank you. Which is often what a buzzword is. It exaggerates right. something. Um, Did you check the urban dictionary by any chance? I didn't. You, you, you go do that and I'm going to keep talking because you're not the only Metaverse student. in the Urban Dictionary. Mark Zuckerberg's VR playground. Nobody really knows WTF the Metaverse is. That's Say it. the last part. Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> VR playground. Nobody really knows WTF the Metaverse is. That's what it says there. There it is. Oh, man. Hey, it's always good to be enlightened somewhat, right? Nothing better than a little bit of information. And then basically the next phase of the internet. But what's well, wrong with I the feel internet? Like, I feel like it's just trying to package the internet. It's trying to like... Wrap its package big the meta internet. arms. Yeah, it's big meta yeah. arms around the internet verse. What I feel like, yeah, like this is what made me mad about it in the beginning. I was like, I feel I like so Mark angry. Zuckerberg is just trying to package and brand the internet so that you can develop a further digital economy, which is just ways for him to make more money. That's why I like heard this announcement and it instantly made me mad. That's why. And why, but why, you know, don't give him the, all the credit. It's like, I, are you mad at that? Or are you mad that everyone's jumping on this kind of overt ploy <sighs> bit of both i already know that people are i already know people are like making money off people in video games and it's nothing new so there's like nothing for me to really be angry about but it's just more of like it's just a marketing and branding 
ploy and exercise to create a bigger digital economy. So that's like in my mind. Okay, thank was, you. But thank you, Ms. Wah, but I'm the professor here. So okay, let's so. get to that later. Okay, let's get inform you. So let's just step back a second. Okay, so I'm just going to do a quick sort of timeline run through very top level. And let's, let's be clear, I think it's going to be great because we're going to have fun with it at I'm the expense excited. of a stupid concept. <laughs> No, that's not true. Okay. Uh, origin. Meta means transcending. And then the verse aspect of it is just the back end of universe, right? So it transcends. And that's the kind of like what's different about it. And I won't say it's different, but what they're calling out that's maybe beyond what gaming has being and even that's changing but mm -hmm. the idea of really like what we call a hybrid experience that idea of blending both worlds okay okay so it is that like you said oh so you could buy real things yeah so right. it's it's that idea of uh you know augmented reality virtual reality uh augmented reality really being about being in your world you know it is the other way around where it's it's kind of taking the world you're in and changing perhaps the environment around it blah 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 and that's a yeah, big you're thing immersing for yourself yeah um okay. it's it's still cyberspace not i'm not gonna lie it was coined from a novel from 1992 a science fiction novel called snow crash but where it evolved from ms wad would you like to restate something you've already said like the, the metaverse industry is that where this originally began this is me throwing an A at Ms. Wah. Oh! Catch it. Catch it. Yeah! <laughs> so gaming <laughs> platforms have been shaping the behaviors. And that's, this is, okay. a lot of this is actually me. Okay? But I'm just sort of or like, you're just making this shit up is what you're yeah. saying. Okay, great. I'm the professor. I can do whatever I want. Can I not? This is metaversity. Is that what happened when you taught at Sheridan? You just Sometimes. made it up? Yeah. No. Cool, cool. Yes. Because I was an expert. Okay. Gaming platforms have been shaping the behaviors for decades. So let's bring ourselves to today. Why, why was, you know, if I look at like historically what I would call dystopian kind of ideas of the future and that sort of stuff is we've seen all kinds of stuff like from Blade Runner through to, you know, you name it. Now it's mm -hmm. because the behaviors of virtual value, right? Like, artificial value, artificial intelligence, artificial currency is actually a thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really just a thing in gaming, or that's what it has been. But you and I right. are the first people to go like, but it's the behaviors that you need. I mean, right. we've, we've talked about the pain of being in the digital industry, you know, even five years ago, but for the last 15 years where you were hoping to change behaviors based on the campaigns or the technology, right? We've all learned the technologies you, can be really cool, but it's not until there's a need that the technology serves where the user doesn't even care that it's technology. It's the fact that it facilitates and satisfies a need, correct? Right. It just brings me back to that time when you and I uh, built a gaming experience for a prominent beverage company. <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> Probably 15 years ago. It was probably one of the first. And we're like, this is going to be incredible. We're going to build this like a gaming experience. And it's going to live within a social platform. And people are going to flock to it and all of this. But the behavior and I kept saying, I kept saying wasn't there, which is what you're saying. It you was can the build all the cool yeah. stuff you want. But if the behavior isn't there, 
it does not matter. It's the whole, like, if you build it, they will come. Not so much. And I remember it was because it was an idea that was given to us from a physical world sort of experience. And the creative yes. lead was like, we've sold this to the client. And we're like, okay. So then I was trying to apply even of the day UX kind of mentality of like, okay, well, there needs to be a, like a, what we called a decision tree. And we need to understand, you know, how each scenario works. And they were like, okay, so you're going to do that. And I'm like, well, no, because I don't understand. <laughs> we didn't even understand. Because we're not video game developers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thanks for being back that to your point. Back. back to your point about behavior. Yeah, don't expect it is, technology the to change behavior. There. Yes, right. So, um, gaming platforms have been shaping it, and with things like, and I can attribute it to some personal experiences, not my own, because I am so not gamer, and it's not about like judging it. I just suck at everything. I just the worst. And my kids, your confidence is incredible. Well, you know, I'm almost <laughs> proud of it. It's kind of like, you know, printing out. I'm proud of it. Um, you said get Mario Kart. I'm not going to lie. But I've watched and I've seen things like my son, who wasn't, I wouldn't say he was a big sort of, you know, what do they call that? First person gamer. But first he, person there were shooter. He, right. So he's in his third year of architecture. Uh, and he's very talented. He's doing very well. And he won some competition before he got to university. It was really on uh, like the technical ability about creating and, you know, mapping and 3D sort of solutions. And he won this big Canadian competition. It was really awesome. And I would be like, where wow. did that come from? Because he was, he's very creative in every way. He's, you know, he can draw, he can write, he can, you know, no one likes him. Mm -hmm. At least I don't. But um, I said, so where did you get all of a sudden this, like, this was something a teacher was like, you should go in this competition that's, you know, local. And then it went up to provincial and then it went up to national. I said, where did this come from? And he said, Sims. Oh, because yeah. in Sims, you get to, it started a little bit. I said, oh, was it, uh, was it uh, Minecraft? And he's like, no, uh, he goes, it started. Like, I remember that, but I remember him asking me at a time where buying apps was a new thing and you could, you know, like, mm -hmm. and he, he wanted me to, he wanted to buy, he was young. He was like nine or 10 probably. He wanted me to pay 60 bucks for this Sims game. And I was like, what is bucks? it? And I was even con concerned at the time i'm like whoa i don't think i like this he goes i just like it to build the environments and i was like oh okay so it, it, it's interesting because when then it translated to a real world need he was able to apply something he loved doing and he'd gotten quite good at but i also know that at the time and i think this might have been more with minecraft because he was on it with friends he got bullied and by bullying minecraft yeah, and what it meant was he'd go into his world, the shared world with his friends, and one of them would destroy his buildings. Like and in think a it mean was way? Funny. Yeah. Well. You know, enough about that. Yeah. I don't even know if I should publish Sheesh. this. But it was just that sort of, well, this is crappy. Anyways, that to say that whether it's a second life, uh, which is more geared to, I would say, well, the other thing that's interesting is you've got like Second Life, you've got Roblox, you've got Minecraft, and Roblox is doing yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, different types of experiences that yeah, are building. Yeah, with very different experiences. So I would say Roblox and Minecraft are much more childish, right? They're more like, uh, Roblox looks a lot like Lego people. Uh, oh, Minecraft cool. is very 3D pixelated uh, kind of characters and environments. But when okay. you get to Sims and Second Life, it's much more realistic. 
Right. What's interesting is, is when you look at the demographics, is it Sims? Yeah, Sims' highest demographic skews female, if we can still do that, um, 25 to 35. Like, where do they get the time? <laughs> is that because they were starting to play Sims at a younger age and they're moving on with the, it, it just was shocking to me. All and to isn't say that where you build like a community and you build a family and like all and avatars, like, don't yes. you have like a real one has the time to well, build a second family. Okay. Ms. Wah, but there are other people in this class. Oh, <laughs> it's not about you. Oh, I get it's that. interesting. Okay. That's cool. Okay? That is interesting. And then interesting. from that, when you think of the shaping that gaming has done, it's like hardware, right? Uh, mm. So the things that are required to engage in the metaverse is the whole hardware aspect of VR and all that sort of stuff, you know, whether it's Oculus. Well, that's and, where know. they say it's lacking, right? They say the big lacking part of it is not the environments, it's the technology to participate. Yes, and that's where a lot of money is, right? Mm-hmm. And Oculus but, with Facebook, right? Right. You mean Meta? Oh my goodness. So anyways, Oculus with Facebook, um, basically there's been a, there's now a market for wearable hardware. Right. So, so it's like, we're at a point now that is making everybody revisit. Although I think everyone's looking at it as the technology versus the behavior. Yeah, that's fair. And it's a gaming behavior as we know it so that's going to be an interesting and thing and i think i've like from what i've read to a lot of brands are jumping into the current experiences like the roblox or in the minecraft because the behaviors are currently there right so you have the participation and where i think we'll probably see a lot of development in metaverse and yep. what's going on there in the next 10 years will be creating different environments and digital experiences outside of these platforms that currently have those uh users already on them so what do you mean, Ms. Wah? Like, um, there's obviously the gaming aspect of it, but for people who aren't gamers, the way that they might okay. participate in the metaverse could in, be other it. types of digital experiences like where shopping. people are going to start to create, yeah, more of these virtual worlds that perhaps aren't gaming related, but right. are different types of, ex- like virtual events like, and, vir- or, and social, yeah, and other, and social and other things like that, or yeah. offices. I've read that some... Um, agencies have built offices in the metaverse so they go to the office in the metaverse during remote work what interesting yeah (laughs) so it's a thing then so we should spend billions of dollars as a brand okay great well we're Uh, done then thank you for nothing ms wa um great so to wrap up sort of are teachers allowed to say that no where's the guidance counselor (laughs) (laughs) please contact the two marketeers uh, HR, HR department for this <laughs> at HR at dot no one Lindsay, cares at Lindsay at the <laughs> CA. Oops. Okay. So to wrap up this part in the evolution is this is from my friends at HBR. Major console and PC gaming titles such as Fortnite have normalized playing and socializing with people in virtual settings. I think that's very fair. Right. And that's the difference yes. is it is normal now. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's everyone's normal. And it's a question of how do they make it normal in the situations like you just talked about. Right. Right. Newer gaming platforms such as Roblox allow people to create and play across immersive worlds created and often monetized by users. There's that. Mm. 
monetized by users like the users are monetizing it uh allow people no people yeah i think brands are trying to see how that works because there's a there's an exchange of value hence commerce that's happening between users of these right of this metaverse right okay okay so what now prof Now I'm turning into this, I'm turning this into an email that I'm going to send to everybody out there who are members of, who attend Metaversity at the Two Marketeers College, whatever it is, is why it's hot. The five reasons I think Metaverse is on fire right now. What do you think? Should we do a David Letterman? Sean Patrick. No, that's too much. Top five reasons. (laughs) Okay. The Metaverse (laughs) is on fire right now. Number five. Somebody get me a f- number. Well, I'm not doing it that way, so don't. I no, don't I don't even know what that is. The number one to five thing. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Number one, there's an economy. There's an economy, like with real currency, you know, legit currency. Um, but is that dollar dollars? Or are you talking digital currency? It's currency. A dollar is merely a currency. No, but I mean... Are you talking like cryptocurrency or are you talking like Canadian dollars? Thank you, Ms. Watt. Please, please put your hand down. Thank you. To clarify, (laughs) (laughs) just so everyone understands, let me Sean-splain it for you. Sean-splain it? (laughs) Blockchain is the technology that enables the existence of cryptocurrency. Okay, it's just the technology. You can't buy things with blockchain. And Bitcoin is the most popular, I'll say, form of cryptocurrency. Yes. NFT. Who knows? Please raise your hand. Who knows what NFT stands for? Perfect. Non-fungible tokens. It doesn't matter. Like fungible? Doesn't that sound like someone who uses a word who doesn't know what the real word is? I did the Google pronounce. I was like, okay. pronounce that for me. And I was like, is it fung- fungible? Am I saying fungible. it right? Fungible. Non-fudge. And then I was like, not- I thought it was non-fudgeable for a minute. <laughs> like you can't see. <laughs> you exactly. Can't lie. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. So they are digital rep. So these non-fungible tokens are digital representations of any asset okay what's interesting is digital assets or digital only assets but also non-digital like real estate so it's like okay i can't i am not going there and as a even down to the point of like a basic badge or avatar so this is what's really interesting you can sell them right so that would be like if i took a photo yes they have a value and it was as a JPEG. I could sell the digital file, and that digital file would be called an NFT. Yes, and the uniqueness and the currency of that- by which you may be able to purchase it could be like you could use cryptocurrency to purchase that digital file from me. Yes. So in its uniqueness, there's now a way to attribute and build value around an asset that could very likely be non-existent or exist in both, be represented in both. The real place, whatever. I'm making this up. Um, 
<laughs> but also they talk about this digital economy and it's the idea that even when it comes to gaming back to gaming think of like mario brothers and that little gold coin mm -hmm. we realize from a gamification standpoint i don't know if that word is used anymore but when you play especially on mobile and social games just get you just constantly rack up these points and they don't mean anything to you but they get you thinking that now you can exchange that value and when you no longer have that value buy a token now so that right. we, we we now equate the value of something that doesn't even exist right like i said reason number one there's an economy and forbes basically has said that the metaverse is a one trillion dollar revenue opportunity right now so it's forbes so just believe it so okay well that's <laughs> what's exciting so that's obviously yes. that's hot right yeah. the second reason why the metaverse is on fire is there's buzz and what would be the most recent buzz about this metaverse uh ms wog may i call on you because you ranted about it when you weren't supposed to talk at the beginning of class no <laughs> facebook comment. facebook has changed its name to meta october of 2021 this big shift happened there's a lot of speculation that buzz continues so it definitely is a reason why it's so ignited right now and a lot okay. of people who may not know is that they think like facebook now owns the metaverse that metaverse is not something that is ownable it's like the universe digitally so no, there's no owner of the metaverse facebook does not own the metaverse they have simply renamed themselves meta as putting their stake in the ground to their dedication of the future of the metaverse and building different companies and experiences and brands um, that can participate in the metaverse. Yes. And they're using the Mark Zuckerberg brand of someone who knows how to create new sort of markets like social media through Facebook. And now it's all about the metaverse. Right. So it's about social. It's about 3D. It's about all those things coming together. Okay. That's reason number two. Number three, there's controversy. I love some the, me some controversy. <laughs> some of the biggest concerns are around some of the things I talked about that currently exist in mm -hmm. what is the metaverse. Um, that's harassment. That's assault, if you can imagine, uh, bullying, and what they call digital hate. So wow. again, uh, wow. having you know some of my kids at certain times when they were in their formative years, I did see Facebook bullying. I did, you know, I mm. was one of those people who didn't let my kids go on Facebook until they were 14. And what was so funny is right. for all of them, they're like, I don't want to be on Facebook. Why? Because you're there. I'm like, okay, all right, fair enough. Burn. It's okay. Oh, get ready, <laughs> Lindsay. They're like, you're on oh, Instagram? My seven-year-old like, friend the other day said, you're weird to me. When I said happy Friday in the playground, and she's like, Friday. And I was like, yeah, like Friday. <laughs> And I go, oh, and I just walked away. Well, you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> little do nope. you know, it's awesome to be weird, okay? Okay, let's bring we'll it find up, that Ms. Out Wah, later. okay? Let's talk about the playground later. At least I didn't uh, go, you're weird! And there's even stories of, like, avatars harassing other avatars. Like, why you gotta be mean? We're rebuilding a digital universe. Can so it imagine, not just I think fun? the biggest... The biggest business opportunity for any industry is law. Think about it. Well, that's what they said. Like over the next little while, it's going to be about the regulation and governance and putting in um, policies and things with absolutely these digital interactions. It can't be a free for all on the internet. 
And I think that's the key point here is we're a long way. And I even, I, I right. believe Mark Zuckerberg said we're 10 years away. Uh, number And the number five? I thought, was that number three? Oops, sorry. Number four. Where's Ooh, this number is four? a good one. This is Where's a good one. Where's number four? Thanks. Thanks, Paul Schaefer. There's intrigue. So what's the intrigue? Mm. As scary or downright terrifyingly possible as all the bad seems, you know, the bad that I just talked about that, we, you know, it's that hesitation we have. Yeah. We love, we love dystopian society fiction. And I don't mean that everyone does, but there's a huge fan base. That's what we all have in our head, I think. Um, right. From fiction novels way back in high school, I had to read like Paradise Lost or George Orwell's infamous 1984 to like oh. modern day HBO's Westworld. Uh, and most recently, Station Eleven which is kind of a hot thing right now. I think it's actually, I think the author is actually Canadian, but I might be making that up, but I can. Uh, I think that makes me an opinion journalist, but I don't know. I think um, you're an opinion we, professor at this point, which- We are, as a society, fascinated and entertained by parallel universes or future societies run amok. You know, and I think of Blade Runner, I think of all the things. I, I love reading books on dystopian society. Movies I mm -hmm. like, but they do scare me a little bit. Um, it's that, you know, the idea is, okay, so why, what, what, why is that intriguing? And I believe mm -hmm. it's, it helps us feel better about ourselves and the real world we live in, whether it's subconscious, it just provides a why? sort of, it's because bad things happen, bad things are happening. It just allows us to focus on something that doesn't really exist. Yeah. And actually the fact that it's you so negative can be a benefit because that's what draws us to it. So it's that idea. I think of, that's where I'm at now. It's like, okay, I can't look away. Now I'm just like, I see things come up all away. of the time and you just, you just can't look away. So now we have to I think start that's to it. it, it yeah. There's an intrigue there and in what is it? It's the idea that we see the bad we fear and can blame it on the powers greater than us. So depending right. on the story, it's like, this is the government. Do you know what I mean? It's these very suppressed kind of things that we just want someone mm. to blame the bad on. And when that bad isn't, real but it's presented before us there's a relief in it there's an escape to it that makes sense okay what's interesting is it's well an the video gaming industry is all about escape right in the beginning mm -hmm. it was all about like going to different places and participating in worlds that weren't actually yours you're totally right and this is what concerns me is what's intriguing about it is entertainment driven mm -hmm. it's fiction driven there's this perception that we are all we are all dying to accept it, and uh, it, you know, you and I know, like anyone, if you said, "Oh, what about this?" There's what people say they're going to do, and then there's what they're going to do. Yeah, I think that we're just at the beginning, and there's going to be a lot of trial and error, a lot of bad things happening, a lot of fixing of bad things, and that's not. I mean, that's just what it is. So it's just that reality to say. So, in the end, don't worry about it. Number five. Number five is there's COVID. Going back to the behaviors, mm. there's a more clear, there are much more clear needs that are being met in a non-physical world. And a willingness to participate. And, and also to. probably a uh, letdown of experience, right? Like whenever at the beginning of COVID and you jump on a Zoom with your friends and you're like having a cocktail and you do a virtual escape room or like whatever it is, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this because I 
I have a willingness to connect. It's an interesting experience, but props, not a good experience. And so now people are like, Hey, I tried that. I would do it if it was worth it. So show me that it's going to be worth it. So you've tried it. However, you have not adopted it. And I think you and I know that adoption is this thing that's coming up now is to say, it doesn't just mean downloading your app is a success is what's the usage of it. QR um, codes, baby. Don't even yeah. get me started. They on are, adoption. They are hot in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so pull out your papers from 2005 because QR codes are actually a thing. Okay. Okay. So Sean, would it make sense for us at some point to do a, hey, marketers, brands, what does this mean for you? Type follow-up to this uh, metaversity educational experience we've had here today. <laughs> I think so. I'll say as a result of all these things, what it is, why it's so hot, is there's FOMO. So for mm -hmm. people, like, like I had it, and I have it less than most in this case because I don't have anything riding on it. But when you think right. of the big brands, big brands that are already uh, participating, like Disney, Hyundai, Coca-Cola, and especially- Balenciaga. Yeah, I'd say the most active is fashion. So luxury, luxury, luxury fashion. fashion. So you've got Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and uh, Balenciaga. I think it's Balenciaga. So help me God if my avatar is dressed better than I am. So help okay. me God. So can I close with a quote that I hate? Please. We okay. never close do that. Close with a quote, drop the mic and let's roll. Okay. I expect you to react to this and then we'll close. From HBR, most importantly, people in brand marketing or leadership roles should start thinking about how to unleash their creativity and their storytelling. Let that marinate. If the creative palette expands dimensions in the metaverse, we should be excited to create experience at any point in the customer journey, from acquisition to engagement, to transaction, to customer support, which have the potential to be both spectacular and stickier than ever before. And someday we will likely want to move from real to virtual world seamlessly. That will be the next frontier. people ms wise shaking her head it's just Doesn't like that... can we stop with the better than ever before can we fix brands? physical and digital experience it okay brands solve problems in this world G get your innovation team absolutely you know that put that budget and in innovation and r d blah 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 but do not this is me no if, if, if the reason for it is creativity, listen, if it's to showcase your creative thinking as, you know, as an agency to show how you've kind of thought that, but as, as the two marketeers, as marketeer number two or one, whichever one I am depends on the day, there's so much good that brands can do in the world we live in right now. Focus on that. Yeah, I think the metaverse is a great test and learn experience. I think that's what um, a lot of brands who are dipping their toes have said about that. They're like, we simply want to try something and figure out how we could possibly get in front of an engaged audience around something that's flashy, which, you know, isn't, it's not going to be the core of your marketing plan this year. It's not going to be solving a critical supply chain issue for you. I think like, as Sean's saying, um, Focus, uh, focus on the good you can do right now. I, I would say for sure, use the metaverse if you like as part of your brand as a test and learn experience to see some of the best ways to participate. 
What I will say right now as I see it, it's a money game. And yes, huge brands, it makes perfect sense. And the brands that are on there, they're testing, they're seeing, they're testing the waters. Um, See how those tests do. Learn from their mistakes as they will too. They're not doing this thinking it's the right, that it'll succeed. They're doing this to really test and learn as truly innovative brands do. So for me right now, it's like the hype right now is all around the money game. Um, So if getting rich quick is not your game, then move on and think of it as one less thing to worry about. There's a real world where brands have an important role and purpose to play and don't lose sight of how important that is. And good things will happen in the metaverse. So let's just wait until some of those practical good things happen and see, then make a decision of where you play. I will also add, if you have millions to spend, we'll help you figure it out. (laughs) Thank you so much, Teach. That was fun. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, everyone. I hope you learned at least one thing. There'll be a test next week. Have a great week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. New episodes launch every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the Two Marketeers podcast wherever you like to listen. Or go to the twomarketeers.ca and connect with us. That's the twomarketeers.ca. Spell it out. We are everywhere. This podcast is over.